Hello there, thanks for stopping by. This is Daz B, otherwise known as FM Heathen, and I am so glad to be back for FM21 finally for uh, for a new game, a new game that I think a lot of us agree is is a vast improvement on last year. Last year was good as well when it finally got the niggles sorted out, but this year is just looking absolutely amazing. Um, obviously, you've uh, well, if you're listening to this, you're interested in it and you have played it, and you are uh, you have uh, you are aware of the changes. Uh, the XG, of course, is a big thing this year. But this isn't a game review, this is a, a save review, of course, getting into my save and uh, telling you exactly what I've done for FM21. Well, after last year doing SM Khan, um, I've decided to, and we won the league eventually uh, against PSG, but only, I might add, when PSG um, faltered by the wayside. Because as you know, if you played in France, it's a bloody nightmare. You can basically only win unless you absolutely max out your team and get to that point in FM where we start to dominate after... 10 years or so, um, or, uh, which normally happens, or basically just wait till they have a bad patch, and they did have a bad patch, they only finished on 81. Um, so that was the SM can save in FM20, about five 600 hours, and then I went on to Salford, but with the lockdown and everything, I didn't really, sort of flitted in and out, didn't really um, get into it as much, uh, the same way, but I still ended up with about 1,200 hours, which is pretty good, really, pretty sad, whichever way you look at it. Uh, but we're back now for, on a new platform, actually, this is Anchor, uh, you probably won't know this if you're on Spotify or um, or iTunes, but this is uh, on a host called Anchor, which is better than the old one because it's cheaper, for God's sake. Last one, SoundCloud, costs an absolute fortune. That's an advice for anybody if you ever fancy doing this. Uh, I'd definitely go for Anchor. They distribute it. Um, they're just fantastic. They just um, they're just a really good pod- podcast hope host. Sorry. So um, so there you go. So we're on Anchor. So I've called it as you can see, two point um, because it's difficult to transport everything over. There are a couple of classic episodes that I've put on from the heathens in the past, uh, just to give you a bit of a taste. And there's also SM Khan. There's a classic epi- episode after that when we won the league as well. Sorry for giving it away. <laughs> so, But that will be there in the classic es- episode section. Right, so let's get back to this. So I decided that I wanted something to get my teeth into again. Um, I was facing, I knew in when release date came proper, that um, I work in schools and I knew that um, my work was running out basically I'm a freelance teacher so work all, all over the place but I knew it was running out at the start of November the end of November sorry so I knew I'd have this time to do it so and that's what you need for this for Newton Heath something where you're building a club from scratch you do need the time to to put into it because otherwise it just ends up being basically just renaming United and uh, I didn't want to do that but and, and that sort of leads us straight into um Actually, a little introduction to the whole concept of the Newton Heath, uh, the Newton Heath universe, if you like, that I've created. Um, if you haven't listened to any of the others, so uh, basically, so basically, if you don't already know, it's a recreation of Newton Heath as if they had never uh, disappeared in 1902 when John Henry Davis took over them and paid off the debts. They had the on 2,600, the old 2,600, I think it was, in club debts. Um, to uh, I think it was a former chairman actually, but they um they was about to go bankrupt and John Henry Davis bailed them out after meeting Harry Stafford, Stafford their captain supposedly at a dog show. I don't know if that's true, um, but that's the sort of urban myth anyway. And um and that in turn of course they went on to form uh, to be renamed Manchester United. They stayed at Bank Street the stadium for a few years but eventually they moved to Old Trafford. But already in those days they were getting like fifty thousand crowds. It was incredible. Um 
and uh, and ironically it's only about a mile from the Etihad uh, nowadays as well so I liked this idea of you know Newton Heath not being salvaged at that time and becoming united but carrying on in this alternate universe when they are still just a mile from the Etihad so this would be just the concept of that rivalry which is stoked even more than the traditional Manchester United Manchester City rivalry um, I just, I really got into that. I really loved that, and I love my history. Uh, now, you might say, is it not just renaming United? And no, it is not. It's definitely not. If it was just that, I could have done it in ten minutes in the in the editor. Less than that, um, it is actually deleting United. What you've got to get your head around here is that United never existed. So it was creating a whole history of all the league positions. Maybe not every single one for the last hundred years, but. 120 years, sorry, but certainly uh, the last 20, 30 years, so that you've got um, a narrative coming into this. So basically, um, in the first one, Heathens, um, the Heathens Resurrection, when they first came back in 2018, FM18, I told this whole story, uh, complete with a timeline of how, and also involved real events in world war, in, in the world, and uh, also in football, such as the World Wars, where players went off to war etc they pinged up and down the divisions and eventually they ended up in the second division so it was a bit sort of a uh, sort of mid second division side uh, and they pinged as I say up and down in the 70s into the top division but that was about it um, so uh, anyway we managed to do that in the end we won, won the FA Cup that's all I managed to achieve in that um, we never won the league in that first save uh, despite 12, 1200 hours of trying um, but in the Heathens Global we expanded that to create a global network and I added it to the narrative, I adjusted the blog to make it sound like that basically what had happened is um, they'd won the FA Cup, I backdated it a few years of course I won it in something like 2027 but um, I backdated it to 2016 when they won the FA Cup and now on the back of that they started, actually started it in the 70s starting with a few affiliate clubs and by the time we get to uh, 2019, FM19 we had this global affiliate network of 21 clubs because I really wanted to play with this idea of the youth angle and uh, farming them out and the, the loan sort of uh, possibilities there. And as you'd expect, really, it, it OP'd it up a little bit. It was a bit OP because we um, ended up winning uh, five trophies in the season. We had a clean sweep every single trophy, Community Shield as well. Um, and seven of the uh, players in the winning Champions League uh, team, which won against Sitter at the new camp, can't be better than that, can it? Um, we're actually seven homegrown from the affiliates, so that worked really well. So where to go from that? Well, basically, I decided this year we're going to do Heathens Rising, and with a bit of discussion with a few people and uh, my mate FM Stag, who's uh, is doing a cracking save at the moment with Rayo in um, in Spain. He's um, it, him and other people sort of gave me a few points on where I wanted to go with this, just sort of passing it around, and we came up with the idea that basically the Heathens had been. It was said COVID at first, but I didn't really want to put that in in the end because, you know, it's a bit of a trigger. We've had enough of COVID, haven't we? So basically what I thought was we've, um, I've left, FM Heathens left. I backdated it all to, predated it to 2017 when we had all that success and I've left. And three years later, we've gone bankrupt because the Michael Knight, <laughs> I like to put me real United history in there. Michael Knight, of course, appeared uh, in the 80s, was it now? Good God with a ridiculous takeover bid for United that failed for 30 million, came out on the pitch doing uh, keepy-uppies. Um, he, he, he became, in my narrative, because all the real United comes in and out nowadays, uh, now and then, um, to affect my narrative. 
um, then he came and he he took over the club and he sold everybody for profit. So, because he's quite a cynical person, I thought in my narrative anyway, I don't know if he's in real life. Um, so basically what's happened is we've been relegated and it gave me an opportunity to put them back a division but and also reduce all the affiliates. Now I introduced that in my blog, FM Heathen. If you've not seen that, you can have a look. It's fmheathen.com. So I do first two things. I do a little update, which is two sort of press reports. One almost like a sort of... Um, uh, a sort of uh, documentary novel sort of entry and then the other one is like a press report uh, from uh, two people who've, who've witnessed both the beginning of, of Newton Heath and also this quintuple and then in the second blog um, I did an impromptu press conference in the car park where I'm getting out my XJ Jaguar Racing Green XJS and uh, and we give a, a press conference to just establish the character of the of the manager, just saying basically questions are like how are you going to pull it back after after what has happened? How are we going to, you know, this global empire has collapsed within three years of winning the Champions League and all those trophies. It's all gone tits up. So what are you going to do now? So that's basically it. And then I also came up with um, the building of the club. So I'm just going to briefly do this. We are going to do a game today, by the way. We're playing Reading, but. Um, but I'm just going to talk about that. I could spend, goodness me, I could spend about two hours talking about that. But basically, to build them, I had to start with, um, of course, the narrative. So I, I needed to give them the right position in, in, in the championship. I needed to give them the uh, right funds, uh, which is quite difficult. And then also, uh, I had to come up with, um, I just got rid of players. I was thinking of Bolton as a model, because, of course, Bolton started with about seven youth players when they sort of came back last year, uh, this year. So, so I was thinking about that and... Um, and seeing if we could claw something back, I started out with a hundred million in the tests because that was the um, that was the average value of the top six squads uh, in the championship uh, last year. So, um, but it was just too much. It was just too op. So uh, I decided to drop it to thirty million to give it more as a more more of a challenge. And we did okay, you know. So basically, what I did, I started with an empty squad. Um, I put some staff in there that I wanted that were to do with the previous narrative of uh, of Newton Heath. So it was some former United players such as Phil Neville. I didn't put Gary Neville in, it just don't feel right for some reason. I suppose it's because he's so red. And then um, uh, Nicky Butts in there and also is, um, who else, sorry? Oh, Paul McGuinness um, was quite an odd one. He just pops up. He's Wolf McGuinness, his son, who used to play for United and was manager as well. And um, he just popped up as a DOF suggestion for um, for assistant manager, uh, which is quite odd. So um, I put him back in. If not, I put him as that. He's something like under 18s because he didn't really have the stats for it. But the attributes, sorry. So uh, so yeah. So we've got that's basically it. Um, and then we've we got quite a few transfers in. There's notables. I'm not going to go about it going about it all day, but. Um, but when I put it together, I am in game now, so I'm just going to pause it one second. I'll come back in a sec when I'm at the uh, player screen. Okay, here we are. So basically, we had to buy uh, 25 players from scratch. Uh, so we've got players such as John Guidetta, who's, uh, of course, these are sort of lower low division players, if you've played in the low divisions, who played uh, for Hanover recently in the last season. Also, uh, of formerly of Celtic as well, if anyone remembers that, and City as well, and Stoke. And then um, we've got uh, Soriano, which is, what's he called now? His first name, I can't see that, Jonathan Soriano. I'm not familiar with a lot of these, actually. Uh, oh, Max Mayer. Max Mayer, you'll know Max Mayer. So uh, we picked up Max Mayer for four and a half. He's on. He's worth six and a half now, so that's quite good. Crystal Palace, of course, and Schalke. And then um, we've got a couple of others. We've got Danny Ojeda, 
who was from uh, Leganeth. I've got a Spanish mate who told me it's not Legans, it's Leganeth, CD Leganeth um, and Granada. Uh, and then, but that's pretty much it, really. I don't think there's a lot of players you will know. We've got no classic names uh, in there. Oh, we've got Leif Davis from uh, Leeds because he was good in um, for SM Can Farmer. Uh, and we've got uh, Andre Pinto, formerly of Sporting and Braga as well, uh, at centre-back. But that's pretty much it. I don't think there's any point in me going too much on about the other names because I don't think you recognise them all uh, unless you played in the sort of lower divisions uh, of Europe. So so that's basically it. We put a squad together. We're playing a 4-4-2. And when it came to building it graphics-wise and stuff like that, uh, we, so we've had to just create everything. So the kits have had to be created from scratch. The 3D kits have had to be created from scratch. Um New Bank Street, the stadium, which I had formerly in my old games, uh, has had to be recreated from scratch, including the location, which I put in longitude and latitude, which is the same, actually, because I'm such a frigging nerd. It's the same as the National Cycling Centre in Manchester. It's exactly on that spot. Um, so we've done that. And, uh, yeah, so I've got this whole universe. Uh, we've also got all the records as well. I've not even spoke about them. So the records go all the way back to fictional players that I've put in. Uh, from from uh, years gone by, so I think our high scoring game was in 1946 on the return after the war, uh, when somebody scored when we scored ten, and then it's also linked so uh, tenuously here and there with proper United records. So we've got like uh, winning the Manchester Cup in actually I think it was Newton Heath when they did that against Manchester City in uh, 1892. The editor you you, you restricted sometimes the editor only allows you to start in 1900, so I put it for then. Uh, and yeah, so I've put all that in, even though most of this stuff you will never ever see, I've put that in there. And then of course to start this, I had to also put in the quintuple as well, so we did that as well. So that's where we are. Um, it's a completely brand new team. We Norwich benefited because I needed a space in the championship, so I bumped uh, Norwich up. And of course, after I deleted United, United doesn't exist. And that's it, I think. If you've got any questions about it, you can, you can sort of catch me on Twitter about that. So it's just FM Heathen on Twitter. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we're going to go into the game. I'm just going to uh, set it up. So we're playing Reading. I'll show you where we are in the league first, or I'll tell you where we are in the league. So in the league, we are uh, in... There we go. So we're in 12th position. Uh, we only got seven points after five games. What do you expect? I didn't finish my team until five days before our first game. So, you know, uh, we've won two. Um, we've had a good run in the last few games. We've started to pick a couple up. We've had a... Had a win and a draw, uh, two draws. So we're starting to pick things up a little bit. It's starting to gel. So here we are against Shredding, playing a four-four-two in the new engine, of course. So uh, let's see how we do. Okay, so we're on extended highlights. Uh, so Leif Davis has got it for us at the back there. Standing Ojeda, Ojeda, I suppose he is, isn't it? Ojeda. <laughs> Sounds a bit Japanese, that though. Uh, it's Johnson over on the right. Serafiza has got it, and the highlight goes. Nothing yet. It's only been two minutes. I'm loving this XG. I don't know if you guys are as well. Gives you a great indication of the sort of the tone of the match, if you know what I mean, how it's going. Uh, we are away, so I can see the stats are going up. Not doing too bad. We've had one shot, one shot on target. That's pretty much it. We are now nine minutes. It's one of them where we're going to get no highlights again in it. So uh, we're on 81% passing. Sorry, 90% passes completed. So basically, what we're doing is we we are we are growing into this tactic. I'll just talk about that while I'm waiting for a highlight. We are growing into this tactic, and um, the last game won two nil, and we just you can just feel it, can't you? You know when it starts to click, and uh, we're really getting there. So our XG's uh, four shots now, one on target. It's now our highlight. 
RXG, sorry, 0.37, I was going to say then, to their 0.17, so it's looking quite good. They've only had two shots. Is there a, their attack now? They're on the edge of the box. And a little dribbling P-roller comes into our goalie, Barbosa. Barbosa. Can't remember, I think he's called something like Mariam Barbosa, something like that. Miriam, we'll call him Miriam. So it's Tommaso Estevez for those them over on the right. Is that their winger or their wing back? I'm not sure. And then we're coming over. And it's Sarah Fraser, Stre, Strefaser, that's what he's called. Yes, yeah, Strefaser, our right winger. But he gets dispossessed and then it's Gibson. Long ball up to Zhao and Barbosa is good for it. Break away, I'm sure that was offside. VAR, lads, come on. Okay, so free kicks for Soriano for us. Ooh, gosh, it's just held. That was close. That was a screaming free kick. It's just held, so it's still nil-nil. 28 minutes played. Come on, it's going to be a dull one, isn't it? I can see it. So it's uh, almost exactly the same on everything. RXG's dropped a little bit. So it's five shots each, two on target each. Long free kick comes in for us. Danny Hoyeda has <laughs> got it. Pass it to Pinto. Pinto's up there. He's the defender because he's just been in for the free kick. He gets dispossessed and it's Semedo over on the left for them. They're coming forward. They are outnumbering us at the moment, but we get back in time. I've got a couple of quick defenders there. So Zhao there has a shot. And we're marking him up. Um, we've got Pinto right on him then. And Barbosa is good for it. Nothing doing. It's 36 minutes. Come on. Give us a good highlight. They're going up a little bit. Their XG's coming up. We're playing out from the back. It's Barbosa to Morrison for us. Johnson over on the right. It's Mayor. Strafazer again. Get his name right this time. Johnson again. Strafazer. It's got Johnson B. I don't really know why. I've only got one Johnson in the team. Strafazer's got a lovely little dribble. Oh, he tries to pass it in, but it don't go anywhere. It gets cut out and Gibson's got it at the back for them. Richards has got it for them now. They're building an attack. We're going quite narrow here. We're trying to squish them out. Long ball comes through for Aluko. Oof, almost scores. And the Barbosa's good for it. Again, it goes out for a corner to Reading. Nil-nil. Nothing happening yet. It's always a frigging good, dull game, honestly. Every time on my podcast. Well, not every time. That's not true. But a lot of the times on the early podcasts, I always choose... Um, dull games that are nil-nil or something like that it's only the finals I tend to uh, I tend to win them so it's Barbosa again this guy's playing out from the back nothing doing it's 42 minutes our shot rate's gone down a little bit we are on positive okay it's half time I'm just going to pause it I shall make some tweaks and I shall come back in one second okay so we're back in the room so I've made a few changes changes so what I've done is uh I've marked up those their most influential players gone in hard tackling on two of the two of the strong passes and their most um their highest rated player. Um they've got no goals yet, he was on a seven point two, so it's uh, it's mostly for passing and also for uh interceptions for headers. So uh, I've marked those three. Let's see if that does any good. Uh, so I've also brought on as well Blerim Zemele. Zemele, who was uh, formerly of Shenzhen and Bologna uh, in Italy. Um, and he's an attacking midfielder. So we've brought him on instead of Max Mayer, who's only on 6.6. So we'll see if that does any good. And we are almost back in the room. We'll just do our team talk. There we go. Be interested to see what people think of the new team talks, actually. That's one thing I'm lacking on these podcasts, the feedback. So you're welcome to give us feedback on, uh, on what do you call it, on Twitter, if you like. Like I say, it's FM Heathen on Twitter. Uh, okay. So brilliant. So one of their players we've mapped up is Rinamota. And we just took him out of the game, basically. So uh, two, two of my players just scissored him. 
And it's uh, we're looking a lot better straight away. We've had three highlights already. So Johnson is going over on the left. And they are well pushed back this time. Johnson again coming forward, passing. We are on sort of a ticky-tack attack tick. Um, but as I say, it's, I think it, it does take, because it requires on the passing skill, I think it really does take a little bit of extra work to, to get there, to learn the ticky-tacker. Sort of found in the past with Benfica. We just played that on the beta. So, um, okay, we're 51 minutes. Going up now. Our XG's going up. We're on 0.47. They're on 0.85, though, which is not good. They're on slightly few more shots. Of course, it's worked out based on the... I think, based on the quality of the shots. Maybe the angles as well. Uh, one of their players breaks through. Oh, my God, that was close. Jesus Christ, I thought that was offside. But it wasn't. So, But Barbosa was good for it. He said Jari on the break again. For them, they've got two versus our three. Can we tackle it without giving away... Oh, Jesus Christ, it grazes the post without giving away... A penalty. I'm not giving away a penalty this season. I don't really know why. I shouldn't have said that, should I? That was going to happen. Okay, it seems to be all them now. They're coming at us. Might be worth moving down to balanced, actually. I don't know. We're on positive at the moment. So, they're just sort of pinging around the edge of the box here. It's been their free kick. Nothing's happening yet. The shot comes in. And it's right into the crowd. We're defending really well. We're defending quite deep in this tactic. Oh, God. But now another breakaway player running through the crowd. But Barbosa again, thank goodness, is good for it. It's a long throw now from Johnson for us. Is it going to go straight to their keeper? It's not. Gaidete, our target man, knocks it. The keeper jumps up for it. And uh, he just tips it over his head with his new animations. The animations are cracking this year, aren't they? 1-0 to Newton Heath. Let's have a look at this. Look great in these kits, by the way, these 3D kits. Fantastic. It's like a splash kit I've got. So I've got green going across one side. It's like the, I think it's this year's, or is it last year's Galatasaray kit? Which looks like it's torn, which is pretty cool. So that's 1 0. 64 minutes. They've still got a 1.57 to add 0.64 um, XG. So that shows how we're sort of forming against expectations. Oh, it's us on the edge of the box now. We work it into the box and the shot comes in. Jesus Christ, that was close. Thought it was a deflection, but no, it's a goal kick to them. So it's 69 minutes. Come on, can we hold on here? They're still in the XG battle. I don't really want to draw them onto us. I didn't drop back to balance. I kept it on positive. Um, just going to bring some fresh legs on. I think we're going to have to think about that in a second. So we just that's our attack. So I'm just building it. Strafazer again. I've got his name right this time. Strafazer again comes in with a long pass. But it doesn't go anywhere. And they're on the break now. It's two versus one. One of their attackers, sorry. Versus two of ours. And it skies it. That's good. Okay, it's asking me now. The assistant manager is asking us to bring fresh legs in. But those two players are doing quite well. But Strafazer, um is one of them. So I will agree with that one because he's, his fitness is quite low. So I think we'll uh, I think we'll substitute him. So Strafazer midfield right. We're going to bring on... Oh my goodness, I don't need to bring on here. So we've got, I am still lacking in some key positions. We've got uh, Vicente Perez. Vicente Perez is quite quite a decent player. We'll bring on, he's just played well in the last game, but he's just a bit tired, that's all, so I didn't play him today. It's them on the edge of the box here. The shot comes in, but it's all a bit weak off Reading here. It's 83 minutes, and it's not wide. Come on, can we get a win here for this first FM2 version 2.0 of this podcast? After switching over. But now it is them. It's knocked out. It's cleared out. 
them on the edge of the box and they're coming at us here. I'm definitely going to have to dial it down. Um, we're going to go defensive for this 85 minutes. I'm not going to change anything else though, so I'm not going to go right back or anything like that, pull the line right back because uh, you know I'm just going to draw them onto me. But we will go defensive, which means we are going to sort of waste a little bit more time, etc. And just be more defensively minded. So that's uh, a corner to them, 88 minutes. Come on, give us a win now. This will do well, do as well in the league. Ooh, the header comes in and Barbosa tips it over. I'm going to have to find Barbosa's name here. Proper name. Mariano, not Miriam. <laughs> Mariano. Mariano Barbosa. He's a good player. He's 36. He's our goalie. Okay, 88 minutes. Come on, this is it. We want to win. I feel like this is a cup final. We need a win here for this uh, first uh podcast return if you like so it's swift for them on the break we are sitting a little bit deeper naturally now Elejara Ejaria Ejaria for them has a shot but we've tipped over again Barbosa's our player of the match here I'm sure surely he's on a he's on a goalie seven points nine that says it all really so it's 94 minutes come on now we're actually playing over time finding that happening quite a lot this year I don't know if you have as well it was 94 minutes, but we're on 94.51 now. Cleared off the penalty spot by one of our players. And that is it. Full time. Get in. Let's see the quick tail of the tape now. So, <laughs> that's not bad. That is it. They had 23 shots to our 10. 12 on target to our 3. We've got an XG of 2.1. They have to our 0.65. Don't you just love it when you beat the XG? We were just generally more organised. Um, Barbosa on a goal is 8.4. That says it all, doesn't it? That That's incredible. So I'm chuffed with that. I'm very chuffed with that. Uh, so just having a positive attitude, really. Didn't bottle it. And uh, and yeah, so there you go. So that's an introduction to the Heathen save. It's never normally as long as this one. 25 minutes, enough for a short run or a little journey in a car if you're going anywhere in this bloody lockdown. Uh, but thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. And please uh, keep following and see where we go with this. It should be a good journey. So, um, okay, so like I say, it's FM Heathen on Twitter and fmheathen.com if you want to follow the blog as well. Okay, thanks very much. Have a good week.